Triple M rocks the ashes. G'day, Dan. G'day here. Australia wrapped up the ashes 3-0 in an absolutely stunning display today. It was all over so quick, but still there was time for some fun in the com box. So grab a Cooper's Mild Ale and enjoy our favourite bits from day three at the Triple MCG. It all starts with Gus Waller, Merv Hughes and Mark Taylor. We do want to talk about one thing, though, because we stood around for a while and Stokes, we thought, was coming into bat and he just didn't turn up. And eventually he did. And the law has changed since 2000, Merv, where, where you, have, where to get was, to, you where, have to get onto the field within two minutes of a dismissal. Yes. Now at three minutes, you have to be ready to be facing the next ball. Yes. Now, we've done some investigation, and it's worked out that it was three minutes and six seconds before he was ready to face the next ball, which means Australia could have timed him out on appeal, yes. which means Cummins had to stand there and say, it's over three minutes, how's that? And the umpire would have had to give him out. You can't imagine that happening, but we could have had Stokes last night as well. That would have been four for 31. Yeah, re- retrospectively. Five for 31. Sorry. Yeah, retrospectively. That word. Um, I reckon... In hindsight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing a Billy Brownless. Um, I reckon they should appeal this morning, and the umpire should get him out. Um, yeah, I, I, it was a long, long time. So, obviously, um, two wickets in two balls. So if you're a batsman, you've got to be a little bit better prepared for that, and that's why the rules it. So the big thing about that, three minutes to face up, it probably cost Australia another over, to be honest. Mm. So um, it's, a, it's a bit tough here, though, isn't it? The MCG, it's a long way to go from the change rooms out to the middles. That's the, yeah, to, to go into bat for Ben Stokes. But, gee, I tell you what would have been a moment if Pat Cummins had stood there with Joe Root out in the middle waiting for his partner, if, if oh. Pat Cummins had said, uh, by the way, uh, umpire uh, uh, rifle, uh, how is that? Yes. How is that? Could you make a decision, please? That would have been good with the Australian captain, two Aussie umpires, oh. and Joe Root standing in the middle. Could you imagine if Pat Cummins had said that? Oh. Tubby, oh. would you have as captain? Absolutely no way. Oh, <laughs> you are the biggest pants on fire person. Geez, you're talking it up out the back before we got on air. Oh, yeah. Well, as, as a bowler, you appeal, and the umpires then go to the captain to uphold oh. appeal, and this doofus up the back, <laughs> for want of a better word, would have said, oh, oh no, in, in, in the spirit of the game, I... You, so what about a, a man-cat? Are you all for man-cats, or...? I don't, actually, I'm not against the man-cat, because I think it is, it's the actual... Taking advantage. Taking advantage. Yeah. He's the one bringing the game... Good attitude. Dispute. Yeah. So I, I'm, I'm stood back to the old system. I, I don't mind a, a bowler running through and then saying, mate... Stopping, it's not running the guy out and saying, mate, you keep this up, next time we're going to run you out. Yeah. And then go ahead and do it and see you later. So yep. you're, see you you're later. a gentleman. If you're going to do it, no warning. No warning, just go ahead it. and do it. Yep. First up. I, I, the only time I gave a bloke a warning, um, we're playing the game in Perth, and I said to AB, this bloke's taking advantage, what do I do? And AB said, well, it is a charity game, you probably should give him a warning. <laughs> James Brayshaw, Callum Ferguson and Greg Blewett. Joe Root, third most runs in a calendar year behind Yusuf Ahmed and Viv- the great Viv Richards, who, by the way, both of them played four less games. So, What did Viv play? 11. 11. And missed, yeah, missed no. a game. 11. <laughs> probably my favourite player, yeah. I reckon. No, he was nuts. The swagger. Bluey. What about, he didn't do it early, but his last four or five years where he used to pack the handle. <laughs> just, yeah. just used to like he was packing a pipe. Yeah. Fully took the piss, Viv. Yeah. A great athlete oh, as yeah. well. Like yeah. That era, mm. the West Indians were unbelievable. Yeah. Dynamite in the field. 
their athleticism, yeah. and they were great to watch. Who's your favourite player? Who? Internationally. I, yeah, when I was growing up, I was a massive Kirtley Ambrose fan and a big Steve oh, Waugh oh, fan oh. as well. And I, and I think a lot of it came from that clash they had out in the middle over in the Caribbean. So I used to love when West Indies and Australia fronted up against each other. It was always on, like, Donkey Kong, wasn't it? I was really? next so. in the bat that day. Yeah. I was going, Tugger, what are down. you doing? <laughs> Why are you trying to... <laughs> are you doing? Why are you trying to get him a bit more... <laughs> more ramped up. Well, it was a Don't bit like it. when Dean Jones asked him to take off the sweatpants. I mean, yeah. that didn't go too well for uh, the Australians after right. that here at the MCG. I used to love, if you're talking Viv, and I was the same as you, I thought he was magnificent. I used to love the rivalry he had with DK. I think Dennis knocked him over nine times in oh, Test cricket. Yeah. They didn't like each other at all. Right. But made no bones of it either. So there was no... Oh, you know, we get on all right. They didn't get on at all. Really? Oh, yeah. And it was just... Didn't try and sell no, no, the story. No. no. We don't like each other. No. And that Good. SCG dismissal, mm. uh, the last ball of the day, oh, wasn't yeah. it? When here. Not Viv. Was that, that was here? here yeah. MCG. That was Boston. Right. Kim was. Hughes yeah, made that on. amazing 100. Yep. Another favourite of mine was Larry Gomes. Oh! oh. The, 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 really? The big, the big, Larry Gomes? Yeah, the big buffon. It's a real close play. Yeah. Just, I just like the look of him. Right. Wow. Larry Gomes. Well, he didn't have as, as big a buffont as a bloke called Bernard Julian who was a bit before him. He had the Nordberg. No way. A full Nordberg. I loved it. I, don't, I, don't, I used to say to Josh Gibson, you know, footballer all the time, that was his best look. The full Nordberg <laughs> is just quality. Well, I used to love Brian Lara. Yeah. He, of all of those four, and they are all unbelievably good players, Callis, Tendulkar, Ponting, and throw uh, from Sri Lanka... Uh, Left-hander, like uh, you know, I get him as Sangakara. Sangakara. He was right. superb as well. But for me, Brian Lara was yes. the juice. Oh, how good was he? I love the way he used to bat. Nuts. Just on Brian Lara, what I used to love about him, Bluey, and you played a lot of test cricket against him, is as soon as he looked like there was any problem at the crease for him, that's when he teed off. Wasn't it? That's when all the shots came out. Yeah, he was, he was one of those guys that could just flick the switch. Mm-hmm. He was like, well... You know, if he was getting troubled or whatever, he'd just go, you know what, I'm just going to use my shot repertoire and mm. hit my way out of it. I, the other thing I loved about Brian Lara was he used to take the absolute piss out of spin bowling. Oh, didn't he? He was the first one that I really played against where he really manipulated the fields. and Because I played against, you know, Sachin, Tendulkar, Laxman, some yeah. of the you know really good players of spin bowling. But Brian Lara yeah. was just unbelievable. You know, they... Warney had moved his point to 45, so he'd, he'd late cut him off middle stump, yep. so he'd move him back, and then he'd get a little deft sweep shot in. Yep. You know, he just, he, and then he'd hit him over his head. He, he was just magnificent. Just a craftsman at the crease, mm. and then when he really wanted to go big, Jesus, mm. he hit the ball, could oh. he? Holy he made hell. a 500. Yeah. <laughs> in a game. Yes. And a 400 in a test match. <laughs> Bray, what I used to like was just the load-up. Oh, yeah. As the ball was about to be released by the bowler, the bowler yeah. must have been thinking, what is coming at me here? Well, it's Garfield Sobers. If you see the old vision of him or the old photos, he had the wand about a <laughs> metre above his head. <laughs> it's like, it's like, out here. Imagine that, the whip action oh. coming through the ball, and Lara was the same. You're bowling in test cricket, he's on 30 or 40, yeah. and you're thinking, how far is this one going? Oh, no. <laughs> the bat just reaching above his head, yeah. Yeah. loading up. Yeah. The 500 was when he was playing for Warwickshire, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah. I love that story when Brian Lara did 
make that 500. He was playing for Warwickshire against Durham, I believe, and he was coming off about 500s in a row, Brian Lara, and he got dropped on 21 by the wicketkeeper. Oh. And he didn't, know, you know, he didn't know where to look the wicketkeeper, and he eventually goes, oh. he pro- you know what, he was probably going to go on and make 100 now. Made yeah. 500. Oh, five of them. Made five of them. <laughs> <laughs> He'll make 100. Yeah. <laughs> I heard Brian Lara speak once about batting, and he said, I used to give the bowling team about 40 minutes. He said, once I was through that, it was my time. <laughs> they will get me out after that. <laughs> 40 minutes. 40 minutes. <laughs> I'm thinking, imagine having the confidence to have that as your yeah. outlook to batting. <laughs> yeah. They're not getting me out after that. Uh, <laughs> uh. Astounding. He's a good golfer too, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, lo- loves it. Sobers. Oh, Sobers was, yeah. Oh. Played both hands. Yeah, yeah the sto- I heard the story about Brian Charles Lara starting off as a left-handed golfer and then switching hands because he didn't want to ruin his bat, bat swing. Or, yeah, right. Okay. You know, he wanted to make sure his batting wasn't affected by his golf. Right. Anything to that, Blue? Nah, it's all yours. For yeah, it, early on, <laughs> early in it, like so, as a teenager. No, I knew that he switched. Oh, I, you I did. don't know right, the so reasons know. why, but he, he yep. did. Yeah, he Unbelievable plays, skill level. He, he got down to three or scratch. Yeah, he's low, low handicapper. Imagine having the skill level to late in your teens, play golf less left-handed, and then switch around. I don't want to ruin my bat swing, so I'm going to play golf right-handed no, now and I then getting down to scratch. Can't comprehend it. Yeah. No. I mean, there there are some players like Gilchrist who batted left-handed through right-handed. Yep. Um, not sure what. I think he's a left-handed golfer. But mm. the, often the, the really good sports people mm. are both good at, you know, on their right hand as they are left. Yeah. I can't remember who it was. But it was an English batsman, I'm pretty sure, in the mid-70s facing Jeff Thompson. Walked out to bat and... Asked for the side screen to be moved, and umpire said, where do you want it, left or right? He said, no, I want it between him and me. (laughs) 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 That's too much. (laughs) Ray, I was meaning to ask you, I I noticed Bluey walked into the studio looking a little sheepish and a bit, bit unnerved. Yes, this well, morning. It's been, it's was there some, anything happening this morning that was a little un, unusual for Bluey? He had to control a segment down there. <laughs> right. Uh, as the man in charge, not just answering the questions. Oh, and right. It, it uh, got the better of him. <laughs> Is that right? Yep. He got very, very nervous. Like he couldn't even take the piss. You know, like we, we were trying to nervous. You know, right. We were trying to wind him up a bit. Yep. Go, Bluey. This is you're now. You're looking after. You got to. You got to welcome everyone back. You got to throw to stuff. I think there was even a hard count in there. Right. Got to step up. He had the beads <laughs> coming up on the forehead. <laughs> he beat. He beat it up. <laughs> there was a bit of a glaze over his eyes when yep. he walked over to me at the coffee stand yep. just out the back. Well, I've Five been, minutes before we walked, and he looked a I've, little bit dishevelled. I have been up since 4.30am going over my lines, <laughs> Well, we were on transit to uh, James's place last night for right. dinner, mm-hmm. and the, the old running sheet came through for day three, and I was just going through it, and then I saw Blue It Host, segment two, with oh, no. Hayden and oh, McGrath. No. Like, oh, All the blood drained oh, out of his face. <laughs> <laughs> 
What was he sipping on? Sparkling waters He's for the night. No, no reds for her old bluey last he night. Sat in the car and didn't say anything for about eight <laughs> minutes. I'm like, jeez. He's got some bad news from home or something. Oh, I've had some Just. very good comments on it, James. Have you? Very right. complimentary. Right. So it must have gone no, it must okay. have gone all right. Mate, what a, I got absolutely dragged over the coals this morning. I had to do the had to do the segment with Copes yes. in the in the uh, dungeon, yes. like we yeah. call it now, in the chamber, the big screen. Mm. Then I had to bolt out onto the ground and do the whole of Seg Two, right? And then had to finish off, had to do an interview. Wouldn't make eye contact well. with any of us. Eyes <laughs> <laughs> no. firmly on the yep. turf. Very cool, calm, right. and collected. I was, Ferg. So yes. don't, don't listen. Okay. We got Dan coming in next, and the, with him is the big buff, big tub. Oof, oh, buffalo! Did he, uh, and, didn't uh, he, Andy Lee? Didn't he tuck into your uh, reds? Like, oh, don't worry, he gets his eye right in. <laughs> we well, had your share, didn't yeah. he, Blue? You're a bit nervous. Yeah, no, I was stuck to the <laughs> yep. stuck to the HDO. Yeah, he studies the bottle, buff, before he gives you any <laughs> confirmation that he's happy. He gets, it, he gets it like this, and he gives it the. <laughs> yep, all right, that's all right. <laughs> And then I see Andy Lee, of course, at the back there, and I know yeah. Ricky Ponting wants a piece. Right. Well, there was a there was a Ooh. team picked in the last Ooh. test. Yes. Thunder's not pleased Jeez. about just how that was. No. I thought they were still framed. looking for a number three. <laughs> for Cooper's Mild Ale, Triple M rocks the ashes. For Cooper's Mild Ale, Triple M rocks the ashes. Dan Ganane, Mark Taylor, and Andy Lee. What an hour that was. Next ball. Oh, he's shortening Rude up. And, oh, it has it again, has oh, it? No. It has it again. <laughs> oh, we're all wincing in here. It's jag back. Lion's got a big smile. Have a heart, Lion. <laughs> Root is not smiling. He's well. He's got a rice. Now he's cracking one. He's just he's just all cheapest. He's got to the point where he has, needs to have them removed. Oh. I think. He gets hit that Oh, that oh. He gets hit that often in them. You're better off getting rid of them. A lot of AFL footballers get rid of their toenails because they hurt too much. <laughs> I think Root just needs to have them removed. Well, I think they're probably a little larger than they were, too, in, in Adelaide. <laughs> so the doctors were fine. <laughs> they, would, they would have swollen a bit. Um, yeah. Yeah. What, is, what does Bumble Lloyd say? Ta- take the pain, leave the swelling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what the third one is copped. Yeah. Oh. One in the nets and then one in Adelaide oh, on got, the deck and now one here. He's got the walk going again too like he's, you know, yeah. he's been riding a, a donkey down the... Oh, what about the these cruel buggers at Fox? They're now showing replays of him <laughs> being absolutely manhandled in Adelaide. Mitchell Stark felt guilty. In fact, players paused here. Root's going to need some treatment. Oh, no. There was a COVID scare at St Paul's Cathedral for the <laughs> choir. And there, and uh, but we've got a new falsetto if they need it. <laughs> the uh, young Castrati, cheapest. He tried to shake it off with his uh, look, his legs, but the pain's. You know that. You know when you get hit, and about two seconds later, the pain is about to arrive. It arrived. I uh, on the last day of school, walking home with all my mates. I just hit the ground and start vomiting everybody. And we hadn't had any drink or anything. And all my mates going, what's going on? And there was a period where people were throwing eggs from cars. And a car had come past and hurdled an egg. And it got me square in the jats. Oh. Oh. But the, the catch was that this, they'd hard-boiled these eggs. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> 
so I needed an afternoon nap. <laughs> it can drain you of everything, all energy. So Root's going to continue here, but uh, he really is hobbling now. Yeah. Yeah, all right, Tub. Now you, you said spirit of cricket. I wouldn't have timed Ben Stokes out three minutes six. If you're Patrick Cummins and you got the rock in your hand, yeah. you're going after him again, aren't you? Oh, absolutely. You're looking for a good length ball, about middle, middle and off, just sort of bring him half forward. He's not sure. He's middle stump on this. Yeah. <laughs> well, also in AFL, I think NRL has the same, but there's a concussion rule now, isn't it? Ten day. 10 days off if you get hit in the head. <laughs> That's something like that. Yeah. Protocol. I feel the same should happen. <laughs> I, think, I think you deserve a rest. Tag protocol. <laughs> <laughs> Tubbs, I was on my way in this morning. Yep. And uh, obviously the mighty MCG. Lots of statues around the place. Mm. And some are dedicated to AFL and others are dedicated to great runners yeah. uh, when the Olympics was here and then there's some cricketers in there. In the order, when do you reckon you might get the call for a statue of tubs? I must admit I walked home the other day up to the Pullman Hotel and yeah. I, think, I kept looking for myself. <laughs> <laughs> it's a long walk. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I did a number of laps around the MCG. So in the order as they look down, mm. is it you or Mervyn next? Ooh, that's a tough one, isn't it? Like, you know, number of test matches I've got him covered. Yep. Um, he's got one big advantage on me, though. He's Victorian and I'm not. That's so that's right. really going to go against me. The, an- the advantage for you, though, is I don't think there's enough cast iron in Victoria to, <laughs> to, to, get, to get Merv's statue sorted. So there'd be a cost uh, yeah. benefit to going with you ahead of Merv. Yeah. Speaking of that, isn't Johnny Bairstow eating his feelings on this tour? I, I think we can all relate. That's uh, defended for no run. I mean, he, he might as well be on tour with us, Tuppy, <laughs> because it's been a tour of duty, the, the postscape. We're, we're, we're all just expanding uh, on, yeah. uh, on this summer. Yeah. And he's wearing a vest. And I mean, obviously, the, ver- the vest has the vertical stripes, so I'm not sure if he's wearing the vest. It's like before. wearing a black T-shirt, Eddie. Yeah. <laughs> Which I noticed you've got on. It's the Ricky Gervais trick. Black T-shirt every day. <laughs> and a beard, Dan. you got the both. Hide the chins amongst the whiskers. <laughs> and the glasses. Hey, and I, and I got wind only from our, one of our producers here. You, you don't eat Parmigiana. You won't have a chicken parmesan. If a, if a schnitzel can't stand up on its own, <laughs> I, I have no interest in it. Wow. The schnitzel yeah, but... needs to be good enough on its own. It doesn't need cheese. No, I've never had oh, one. Wow. You've that's never a... had a parmesan. Yeah. never had a parmesan. Most un-Australian thing of it. Oh, ever. that's right. I think it's downright un-Australian. <laughs> that, right? You haven't been to a pub, got yourself a schooner or a pot or whatever you call yeah. them down here, and say, I have the parmy. No. What? No. Tuesday palm. I love a schnitzel. Are you allergic I to ham? Have, I have a. I could have a. Not at all, Andy. I could have a schnitzel. You can give me ham on the side. Yep. Give me cheesy bread. I'm not eating any of those ingredients. Okay. But a schnitzel has got to stand up for itself. Is it religious reasons you won't have a palm? <laughs> no. You go back to the statues. Yeah. <laughs> um, He's still lobbying because yeah, I'm lobbying big time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, you? I'll never. I'll ne- they'll never do a statue because I'm the one who has to speak at the statues. I did warnings. Right. When, you know, Warnies is you right back here. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, when they when they um, open the statue, whatever they do, yep. I had to say a few words there. That was harrowing, actually. Yeah. Standing out there and what can I, I say? What can I say? Not something nice about Warnie. Warnie that yeah, is hard. It was tough. <laughs> a lot of research went into that. Back to the statues, Tubbs. Yep. Uh, you're probably not going to get one. Is that if you if oh. you? <laughs> I'm not. In all seriousness, 
there's, there's limited space. Mm. Do you feel that you're a chance? No. No. <laughs> what you need yes. is a heavy scandal from the current statutes that's uncovered. Oh. That forces us to drop those statutes and make way ah. for new ones. Have you got any, anything in mind? <laughs> no, sort of scandal. Well, what, for all of them? But, well, yeah, oh, it, it's best. Oh. So when, when I'm walking home to the Pullman I've seen Morney, yep. uh, Neil Harvey, mm-hmm. uh, Norm Smith, yep. Kevin Bartlett, so, the ones I can recall. Yeah, well, I think them. we all know the one with. So how do I find a scandal that, that engulfs all of them? <laughs> yeah, that's a good question. It won't be a popular thing to do, and I'd keep <laughs> yourself arm's length, but I think what you need to do is get private investigators to try and dig up dirt on all these different statues oh. and then mount a campaign to cancel them. You know, just get... If you can get probably 10... <laughs> I don't know how many are around the ground, but 10... Uh, forced takedown due to something they've indiscretion in the back in the park. I still think I might be short. <laughs> <laughs> Love Scotty Boland. Play like golf with Scotty Boland. Yeah? Tubs. Good golfer? Uh, pretty solid. Quite like his bowling. Pretty solid. Oh, yeah. Solid. Just muscles it down the middle. Yeah. But he, um, I, I talked to him after day one. I said, how, how, how was the day, mate? I said, oh, absolutely shitting myself until after lunch. <laughs> <laughs> but he's really found his groove, hasn't he? Yeah. Speaking of our man Bolan, I've got a rules question for you, Tub. Oof. So yesterday, I think he, he had the leg by first up as he, as he ran down the other end. And on review, it showed it did nick the bat and went off the leg right. and went down. And it, they got, he got robbed of his first ever run. As a batsman, are you allowed to review? <laughs> <laughs> review the... the on, on zero... I don't think you are, to answer your question okay. uh, accurately. But then, it's actually my first ever test run was off Kirtley Ambrose. Glove onto the hip. And, I, and when I realised it didn't go to the keeper, I then, as I ran down the pitch, was shaking my hand. Like, <laughs> oh, wow, that has hurt up high. That's what you've got to do. You, that's what he should have done. He should have looked at the edge of his bat. Oh, I hope I haven't broken the inside edge of my bat up high. Tell you, Tubbo, a big winner of this session is it's Andy Lee because so much has happened. We haven't been able to talk about the fact that video has emerged of Andy's Regrowth 11 team. We've got video oh. here. A very interesting figure was peering into the Triple M box. You can have a pun on who it is, uh, to use uh, your terminology. <laughs> oh, I think this needs to... I think, I think he knew what was going on. Next ball defended by Bartlett. My recollections is it was Mark Taylor's idea, <laughs> strongly backed up by uh, Mark Howard. Oh, Howie. Yeah. And, you know, I was just the kid left, you know, holding the firecracker when the parents came in. After, <laughs> well, there may have been a bit of a drink last night. Early in the session, we thought, no, the consensus was can't put this up. By the end of the night, a little more emboldened, <laughs> this has to go up on Triple M's YouTube page. <laughs> Gus Warland, Murph Hughes and Brad Haddon. And Green's doing a great job here, but you just got that feel. You just want this over to end. You just want Scott Boland to, to get back. The, the crowd's come back into the game. You just have to look how these teammates get around him. They're, they're all rubbing his head. <laughs> it's, it's, look at both of them in the back of the box. He's spewing at the moment, Ian Botham. Botham has just <laughs> literally abused Mervyn I as Green comes in a short ball. He ducks under and stays 7 for 61 on the Triple M tailor-made golf scoreboard. I've just been whacked in the back of the head. Me too. By a lord. By, by a sir. <laughs> by a baron of bullcrap. He's 
He's very aggressive, isn't he? He is aggressive, but it's, it's not him. It's not his real self. He's very upset at the moment. You've got to give him... All, all I got was, Hads, you're enjoying this too much. Scotty Boland, what a superstar. We love him. <laughs> Don't go there again. Oh, get him up here. <laughs> and obviously paying tribute to Billy Birmingham. Yes. He, he was a superstar. But, uh, yeah, I'm tipping he's going to have a CD out for Christmas. Well, and, you, and you're too late. <laughs> I tell you what, I remember buying that as a youngster oh. and, and literally putting the tape in the car, mum driving you home and everyone oh. having to pull over because we were laughing so much. <laughs> For Cooper's Mild Ale, Triple M rocks the ashes.